Welcome to the Shirts and Skins podcast. Your hosts, Tori, Devin, and Josh. We offer you no hot takes. Instead, we bring you facts, we bring you our educated guesses, and we bring you our honest opinions. Gentlemen, before we get into the recap of these last Saturday and Sunday games, I got to ask the question. We could end up having Bills versus Bucks, Chiefs versus Packers, Packers and Bills, or Chiefs and Bucks. Is there any way that any of these games end badly? Like, I feel like we are locked in for a great Super Bowl. Yes, there is a way this is going to end badly. Our local Raiders fan. A Chiefs-Bucks Super Bowl is the worst outcome that anybody could want. No one wants to see Brady get another one, and no one wants to see the Chiefs. I would say, being based out of Tampa, a lot of Buccaneers fans want to see Tom Brady win that seventh ring. A lot of bandwagon guys want Tom Brady to win that seventh ring. True Bucks fans want the ring just because it's the Bucks, not because it's Tom Brady. And nobody wants the Chiefs because it's the Chiefs. So, really, yeah, what I feel we like need. People love the Chiefs right now. <clears throat> nobody like the Chiefs are trash. Mahomes is trash. Everything about the Chiefs is just trash. I hate those guys. Is that a division of, thing? It might be a little bit of hate there, because <laughs> obviously they're not trash. They're <laughs> potentially Super Bowl bound. Have I lead off with no hot takes, and Josh over here <laughs> yeah. just unloads with trash, trash, trash. Yeah. I'm so, glad you, you came back around for the yeah, rest of our sports listeners here. It's more uh, uh, personal hatred. Or a vendetta. I mean, I don't All like... things can be true at once. The Bucks. it's a hatred of the, the domination that they put on us in the Super Bowl. Ever since then, I've despised them. And then the Chiefs, obviously, a division rival. So I'm really going for a, a Bills-Packers Super Bowl is the only one that anybody would want. That would be lights out fun. Devin, what's it, your take on this? Uh, when he says anyone, I think he just he's speaking for himself. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I've been saying I, I've been saying since day one, man. It's 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 the Chiefs. You got to take down the champs, and it's not just because you got to take down the champs. It's because they're the hottest team, man. And now you got to worry about if if Mahomes is going to be healthy. I love the story behind the Bills. I would love to see the Bills get there. But kind of like as I was growing up, you know, before my heyday of watching actual football and they went to their four Super Bowls and lost, is that something that's going to haunt them if they get there again? You know, and uh, it'll be in the back of their mind. For sure. It has to be, especially the fans, the long term uh, fans carrying the Um, fan base like that that. fan base, though. Let's just give them a shout out because that fan base is awesome. Also for them. Given Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, yeah, given Lamar Jackson and to his community, like, hey man, Bills Mafia is the real. Yeah, like, that's, they're incredible. Yeah, you you can't hate on them. Um, Seventy five thousand dollars in donations while still power bombing the wives through the tables. <laughs> right, there's nothing like a Bills like, fan. Nah, they stopped traffic to set up a table in the middle of the road to jump through it. Like, and and that's the thing. That's that's what sports is about, man. And I, I love that. Me personally, I think it's going to be a Green Bay Chiefs Super Bowl. Uh, I agree. We'll see, we'll see though. I got fifty bucks on the on the bucks with my fellow my fellow host over here. So at the end of the day, if they lose, uh, I win fifty bucks. If they win, I kind of predicted that to happen. So we'll see. Uh, either way, these are the top four teams of the year. Anyway, I, I believe so. The Bucks and Saints they kind of switched off there. But they took them down. The Bucks took them down. And, you know, either way, you you have the top four teams, in my opinion. And 
during these last title games. So we definitely have the four best teams. That's what I love. A real quick check. We've been talking about throughout the podcast, throughout since we've started the podcast, about how weird the years how weird the year has been in all sports due to COVID and due to the protocols and then no fans and whatnot. But I'll tell you this the LA Dodgers had the second highest payroll in the league. They won the World Series. The LA Lakers, they were proposed to be the favorites since the beginning of preseason by rankings, by polls, by Vegas. They won the title. And now I think we do have the four best teams in the league all still competing for a Super Bowl. I really don't think COVID's changed a whole lot. No, because the, the, the way the season started, everybody said Chiefs. Right. And they're there. I mean, the rest of the teams you kind of fall in. Like, again, Packers last year were, were up there. Once Tom comes to the Bucks, automatically that makes them playoff contenders, potential Super Bowl you contenders. You already know what's up. You know, and, I actually and, picked the Bucks to beat, uh, win the conference. And the Bills were one of those teams that were coming up strong, and you knew the conference was going to be – or that side, their division is going to be down, so they were going to take that division. Yeah, now that Brady left New England, exactly. that left the gate wide open for all those uh, So AFC definitely teams these teams are South. teams you expected to be there, like deep-run playoff teams. East, I'm sorry. That's what I like about these. So if we have Bills and Bucks, then we have that scenario right there where – all right, finally Brady and Gronkowski are off the Patriots. The gate's wide open. We actually have a route to the playoffs and potentially to the Super Bowl. And now you got to meet Brady and Gronk in the Super Bowl. If you move on over, now we got Chiefs and Packers. You got a little bit of old guard with that arm of Aaron Rodgers and maybe a passing of the torch with Mahomes that hasn't officially been done yet, but Rodgers, you know, winning MVP most likely. Yeah, State Farm. The State Farm game. <laughs> That'll be amazing. Yep. You could go Packers and Bills. Josh Allen is very much kind of like a, a light Aaron Rodgers. He's got a yeah. whole lot of potential. That arm is insane. And then if you go Chiefs and Bucks, you got Brady going for his it's seventh Brady, title. Brady versus Mahomes again. Mahomes and the Chiefs, the new dynasty to you surpass the, the one that Brady had. You got 287s, the Kelsey's, the Gronk. The two GOAT tight ends yeah, of got, today. Yeah, you got the you got the wide out matchup, the Hills, the Evans, the Hills, the Godwin, the the offense, the offense, you know, like it's it's serious, you know, so it should be high scoring. I think Bills is probably the best story. Like, if you have the Bills there, that's kind of like the team that – if you don't have a dog in the fight, I think a lot of people like want to see the, the Bills underdog, there, which would be the Bills, right? Yeah, like, I think a lot of people would like to see the Bills there just because it's the Bills. They've always had kind of the rough, r- rough run for a while. Like, I never heard of somebody saying they hate the Bills. Like, that's one Rex of them Ryan teams was there. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody ever hates the Bills kind of thing. The Bucks is Tom Brady. Nobody wants to see Tom Brady there. The same thing, Aaron Rodgers. You got right. I want to see the Bucks there. I just don't want to see Tom Brady there. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I'm stuck. Yeah, I'm stuck in a rock and a hard place. You know, that's where I'm at. Yeah, so that's that's kind of where it all falls. Like, Bills is probably one of the best stories for the Super Bowl if they were to get there. Right. Again, the early prediction you would say is the is the one seeds. Like normally, you're the best teams. You're going to be the ones going. That's the way I see it too. Is going to be down to the Packers, the Chiefs. We've said this. So that's where I see it going. I would love to see the Bills there. Not simply because of my hatred of the Chiefs, but simply I just like to see the story behind the Bills. Well, anything is possible. The fans. Anything is possible. <laughs> anyway, all right, so just breaking it down like that, all these narratives and these storylines are already writing themselves. That's what I'm excited about, and I don't think we can leave this upcoming Super Bowl disappointed, at least by you know personal vendettas aside. 
<laughs> at least from enjoying the game of football. Like you said, Devin, I think it's going to be somewhere 25-plus points per each side, maybe in the 30-35s, depending on if we get some Rodgers and some Mahomes. They could really put on a show out there. In order to get there, though, we do have to recap what we just saw. We're going to go in reverse order by the ones most fresh in our memory, Bucks and Saints. Guys, what, did, what were your biggest takeaways when you were watching these games? I've seen that Tom Brady tried to high-five a ref, and the ref had to say, hey, guys, we're on camera. I can't do this yet. Let's wait till later. To, you know, Then we can high-five for all the things that I'm doing for you. He had a mask on. You, you were able to lip-read that well? Well, it was pretty obvious. Like You could tell Brady was like, oh, crap, I'm not supposed to do this yet. Let me try to walk away and make this a joke. I was high-fiving the guy over here on the left. Yeah, that, oops, wrong guy. I thought it was purposeful. I thought it was hilarious. I'm not going to say they hit the restaurant in the pocket by any means. That's a joke because it was a clean game. I thought – Called both sides, you know, no bad calls throughout the game. Like there I didn't was see some a bad call. No, no, it's all reasonable. I, I there were some no calls on both sides. There were some calls that I was like, I don't know if I'd call that on both sides. So to me, it was kind of a fair game call down the way. It wasn't obviously glaring one side or the other. To me, the thing that cost the Saints the game was sadly Drew Brees not see, being see, able to I throw the ball. Say, I want to say, I want to say that's where a lot of us get we get caught up in the game. So. A lot of people blame Drew Brees. I, I don't know, man. I, I think Drew Brees, there were some route, routes that were ran wrong. Just by the way it was looking at Drew Brees and the way he was reacting was like, nah, he, he knows I was thrown to the outside. Or, hey, he knows I was supposed to go this way. Don't get me wrong. I think he don't have the long ball that he, he uh, That's where I'm saying more cost him. Not but, the, the bad interception. The fact that they knew well, that he, he wasn't. bad interceptions. Yes, but he, yeah, they knew he wasn't three. throwing the ball like past 15 yards. They didn't have to worry about any deep threat. The one deep throw they did, they had to do a trick play with Winston in there. Which, by the way, if you're a Bears fan, you saw that coming. Because that was the exact <laughs> play that you did against the Saints the week, the week before. As soon as I saw Winston come around the end, I was like, you got to be kidding me. You stole that directly from our playbook. <laughs> difference is, is you know the receiver caught it. Exactly, that's a big difference. But that's where I'm it's more beautiful saying beautiful throw by Winston. Yeah, it, it, the storylines write themselves. That as was soon as that amazing. happened, I was like, dude, Sean this Payton, guy. Thank you. If they win, and Jameis Winston is like the hero kind of thing, that's going to be epic because he always did throw the Saints players, anyways. Yeah, we what, what did I? This. Yeah, what did, what did I say to y'all? I was like, uh, look at that, Sean Payton over here, just. Showing off, you know, throwing Winston in there to get the Bucks out of here. How you use their old quarterback <laughs> in the playoffs to get them out. But uh yeah, I mean the Bucks the Bucks got a run game going and uh Tom Brady they they Deep capitalized out. They they capitalize off those turnovers. And uh who's seen that coming? I think they said it was like it might have even been Tory who said it was fourteen and seven when they played game three. Yeah, so on the last podcast, this is great. This is why we love to fact check even ourselves. Um, a saying that goes throughout football is it's hard to beat a team three times. Yeah, we've said it countless times. Exactly, and we, I definitely myself, I got caught up into it because you remember the losses when they happened, but out of 21 times, the team that swept the, the opposing team in the regular season – they go on to beat them that third straight time, 14 out of those 21 times. So it's not really as hard as you think. Right. Difference is, though, is if it's a team that's been brought together in one year and with as many weapons that they have that Tampa Bay has and you have a veteran quarterback like Tom Brady, that's where it really gets kind of dicey because you can make those adjustments and really just comes down to 
what throws are made, which throws didn't get made. And Devin, I'm glad that you brought it up because uh, about Drew Brees, because he was pulling his receivers aside. And he was going over the game plan with him, and you could see him kind of motioning his arm out like you were supposed to go on out, and you went an in, and that's why the interception happened. That's the roll of the dice, though, when you have a Breeze, a Brady, a Manning, these veteran quarterbacks that are so good at what they do, so good at reading defenses. You throw these guys to where they're supposed to be. If the receiver doesn't make that on-the-fly adjustment as he's reading the defense as the quarterback is, that ball is going to a yeah, defender. Yeah, they were playing that two-man in that zone, and uh, someone else was sitting there already. And that's 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 what killed him at the end of the day. If you throw it and your receiver's not there, yeah. there's definitely a linebacker or a defensive back there waiting for it. Yeah. and That's the roll of the dice. And that's the killer. I mean, honestly, not to throw the Steelers in there, but that's what happens oh, no, to Big Ben a lot. Well, you know, when you, have, when you have when you have the, the, the young wide-out core – and you, you sit here and you want to blame the vet quarterback, it's it's typically not the way it's drawn up. There's something that we're not seeing here, and I think we've seen a little bit of that on both sides, really. Even there were some passes from Absolutely. Brady that were you were just like, oh, man, he definitely should have cut into the right, or he thought he was going up and he cut into the left, or he came back too. Um, even when the mobile quarterbacks, you see them, like when they start scrambling out, you want them to go – this way or like Mahomes don't come back to me yeah never come back to yeah, me yeah go farther out and I'll <laughs> throw it to you and uh that's how you capitalize and uh some of them throws uh, who's to say it was the ribs who's to say this was Drew Brees's last game um well it definitely seems like it's his last game the yeah, way he was kind of acting yeah it does like, and uh it's just it's sad really man you know like the oh it hurts your heart yeah it's it's I've been watching them, you know, that was me growing up right there, yeah. him, the Tom, the, you know, so yeah, it, it was tough. And like I said, when you have that offense, the Bucks do, you can't count them out. And that defense did play great. So I want to shout out my wife real quick. Cause she doesn't watch sports like we do. Uh, but she was watching that game with me and she pointed out, she was like, is he retiring this year? Because like, he just keeps looking back at the stands and he, he looks like he's soaking it all up. And I'm like, yes, he actually might be. And so for for someone who doesn't follow sports to that degree as we do, to be able to point out that this actually might be this man's end of his career just by a look he has in his eye, I thought it was a really acute observation. And what I really saw was Breeze and Breedy were the same guy this this game. Right. This All year, I think the only difference that I really noticed was Brady doesn't have that look in his eye yet. Yeah, he purposefully when he left New England, he's trying to get a two-year deal. He yeah, was, he's no, he's not done. He's ready to go. Yeah, he wants to do whatever this year brings. We're gonna bring our guys in. We're gonna run our offense. We're gonna see how far we can go, and then next year we'll probably be ready. This year they're in the championship game, but he already knows that. Now we're in the championship game. We can re up and come back again next year, and I think that's the difference in what I saw from the two quarterbacks all year long. Drew Brees, an amazing quarterback, an amazing career, criminally underrated just because he doesn't have the MVP to go along with it or a few more Super Bowls to go along with it, but a tremendous career from a great, great quarterback. And what I think put in the biggest perspective is when you're 40, 41, 42 years old and you break ribs and puncture a lung and then you try to come back and you go through these injuries, you 
it's just you're not that youth no more. Body doesn't recover quite the same. And you try to go out there, and I don't think that his arm wasn't there. I just really think his body wasn't there to throw the long ball. And uh, because we've seen him throw some deep balls through the years, but in this game, yeah, it wasn't there. Even last week, he wasn't throwing bombs last week either. So, and uh, it, it that that was that was a game that hits home, and you know. These quarterbacks of our generation, they're, they're starting they're, to go away. Yep, starting to go away. We're yeah. starting to see that young talent. So, no, but, and like you were saying, he, even with where he's at in his career and with the injuries, they definitely impacted him in this game. But he's got kids, he's got a wife. And so you can tell it, it's in the back of his mind. I've been saying for the last couple of years, Tom Brady's only one bad injury away from yeah. calling it a career because he has nothing else to do other than add to the list of achievement <laughs> achievements that he has his wife he's come out and said Giselle's been trying to get him to retire for yeah. four years now and so again I think if he gets a few cracked ribs like Breeze had he's probably looking the same kind of way one thing with Breeze that I seen that was funny I don't know if it was in our Facebook group the Church and Skins podcast but someone said shout out to the Facebook group Church and Skins podcast 300 plus members you guys show up every day we love you great interaction lately i really appreciate the interaction here as of late but somebody put on there that i'm like i don't know if it was on the group or not but it was like braze like a guy whose arm retired 2 years ago and he's right. still trying to play the game i'm like that is right. phenomenal like that's good stuff right there the thing about this though is it's not nearly so i mean we've seen Brett Favre get to the championship game this far like as far as tom brady has yeah drew Brees now with crack ribs and he's still going out there and he's competing that game i mean it's only a 10 point game i've never seen i think this is what people expect to see is someone's arm to fall off like peyton manning's did that last year but again that guy was off like four neck surgeries thing. he couldn't feel he came out and said he can't feel his fingers when he throws the football Brees didn't throw like that yeah, his arm looked way better than Manning's yeah. last year. Yeah, he was still he was still in the game, man. He, he was, can still go out and play another year if he wants to. He said he's going to take and, some time and reflect and think about it. And that's what I'm saying. Like as far play. as the routes, the routes that were ran, it's just you you get woken up that you're human and these these mistakes happen. And was this just one of those Saints things that just followed them as they get in these games and you had. You know the Minnesota miracle. Then you had the pass interference. Was this oh part? Was this was this just part of it? And like I said, for them to go out and just have four turnovers, and they they don't even turn the ball over like right. that in the regular season, no matter who was playing quarterback. It's like, was this just one of those things? How you know, like the most telling stat to me. I'm glad that you're on this right now. Whatever pass yards, completion percentage, running that you want to look at. The average Buccaneers field position for this game was the Saints side of the 41. That's crazy. And what? You don't have to Tom go 100 Brady? yards. How, how do you field overcome that? You're within 40. Yeah. You're within 10 of kicking yeah. a field goal. The that two, was an average position. The two greatest, most passing yards quarterbacks in history, 200 yards and 130 yards. Come on, man. Get out of here, dude. <laughs> like, it was just one of those games. And like I said, you play a team three times. What if these matchups were just flip-flop where they didn't see the Bucks? And they, they saw, you know, the Rams. Green Bay Packers, the Packers. Rams. Yeah. It would have been totally different, but you have that familiarity, just like the Rams had the familiarity with the Seahawks. Would the Seattle Seahawks do that with any other team besides the Rams? I don't know. The Seahawks were already kind of falling off. Their offense wasn't clicking right. But 
you just played that team for the third time and the way y'all match up and it worked out good, especially if you're a Bucks fan. So yeah, you know, kudos to them. And like I said, go Bucks. But I just hope Tom Brady don't get a ring. So can we make that happen? One last telling stat because the Buccaneers still scored thirty and they beat the Saints, who most people had the Saints winning. Granted, because they did beat them the two other times and they weren't really pretty either. Mike Evans, one catch for three yards. Granted, it was a touchdown, but one catch, three yards. Antonio Brown. One catch, 10 yards. Rob Gronkowski, one catch, 14 yards. If I didn't know the score and I looked at the three primary receivers that Tom Brady's throwing to, they each only had one catch for a total of 30-some yards, I think this score is at least flip-flopped, if not Saints 35-10. to 10. For sure. Yeah, you think of that score, you're thinking another 38-3 to 3 type situation like it was early in the year. Well, the Mike Evans, I enjoyed Defense. seeing – that Marshawn Lattimore, Mike Evans matchup, and the way they were going at each other, like that's going to be great to see for a while. Those two were just they even put it on. They even put it on the big screen. Uh, Evans just threw his his chin guard down. Like yeah. dude, he we'll was ready to go. <laughs> yeah, we'll take these helmets off right now. Like I was loving that love little it. matchup love between it. them two. That's yeah. that was good stuff. I like to see those division guys. You know, and just kind of going back and forth with each other. Yeah, that's that. Well, they know what's on the line. Yeah, that's that Finnegan, Andre Johnson. Like, just scrap it out. We're going to take this 40 yards down the field and handle it. Playoffs, no playoffs. Run it. One of us won't play next week. And even if we do, we might be suspended. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) I really did also like playoff Lenny. Playoff Lenny Fournette. He's yeah. been coming on these yeah. playoffs. Their they're running game altogether, like, Rojo. Has, looked, has looked very impressive right now at the right time. Sean McCoy got a little bit of action. We've spoken on this. The defense wins championships. It's defense and running game. Old school ball. Bucks are doing that well right now. But they're coming up against a big test, so we'll see how all that goes. We'll hit that in a little bit here. But they're getting hot at the right moment. But I feel like all four of these teams are hot at the right moment. Right. One thing that I always love just from watching a quarterback, and again, feelings aside, we all have our feelings about Tom Brady and Tom Brady offenses and his legacy. I love the way he plays quarterback because they run so often, which you don't see a lot of a lot of that, especially today. You see a lot of quarterbacks slinging the ball, but here we have is run, run, pass, pass, run, run, pass, run, pass. And you always know that the running backs are waiting for their next touch. And it's it's not quite what we usually see as this game has been so pass-heavy over the years. And the Tom Brady offense has, for the last 10 years, kind of stayed consistently the same. They rely heavily on the, offense, or on the running game, especially in the red zone. I love seeing that. I love seeing the quarterback sneak from him. You know what I mean? Oh, still money. Yeah. Like still a touchdown. Why don't Every why don't time. other teams do that? He's not even the biggest guy. I've seen like other quarterbacks and I'm just sitting here like we should just quarterback sneak it and uh Brady Brady don't do it. Cam Newton. Yeah. Like Brady's Winston. just money every time. Every time. It's just crazy gets into the line, me. looks around, goes for it. It's crazy to me. But touchdown every time. Yep, it works, man. He gets it done. He knows how to sneak it up in there and uh good for him. But uh yeah, I think it was an upset, especially me and the Saints were at home that third game, but it was a good game, man. And like you said, they got hot at the right time. All right, so moving on to the next one, Chiefs and Browns. Guys, that was a lot closer. Anything is possible. <laughs> it was 19-3 to at halftime. 
It was trending like everything was going was going to go right. And then Mahomes went night night, and <sighs> I feel like things just the momentum swung. Well, it swung right at the end when that turnover through the end zone. That's when it really but swung. But they couldn't take advantage. Like, the Browns had it. They had their chance. End of the game, they get the ball, and they couldn't do it with – they needed to do with it. Chad Henney and Andy Reid robbed Baker Mayfield of his fourth quarter playoff winning comeback win. That's my opinion. I think it was crazy how – the same play, almost to the same side. You run Chad Henney on that run play that you're. It was like third and fifteen, and yeah. they threw like four verts out, and then he gets out of the pocket and makes magic happen. Yeah, and I'm just sitting here like, oh man, there's Mahomes concussed. Oh, there's Henny concussed. But uh, well, he walked <laughs> in the game and threw an interception. Yeah, I was and like, it's oh. like there goes your hopes. Yep. I tell you what, though, this this exact situation is why. When a team wins a Super Bowl and they're stacked and they're loaded and they're looking like they're going to do it, or they win a couple Super Bowls, a lot of fans come out and they've seen it and they're kind of tired of it by then. And they're like, you know what? Let these other teams win. You know, I want to see this team go to the Super Bowl. They've won theirs. They've, And all of a sudden, Mahomes is concussed or has a torn nerve. And everyone's looking at it with their jaw dropped like, holy crap, is this over? Is it, Are we really going out right now to the Browns? This is why if you ever have an opportunity to have a long run, you go for it and you nail it every single time. Of course. I love the guts of Andy Reid to do. I, I don't know who out there thought that that might be a fake snap to try and draw them off sides like I did. I thought for sure. Inches. It was inches. We're going down to the two-minute warning or when I just passed that fake hike, and then they saw a little bit of motion. I'm like, oh, this is good. They're, you know, they're sending some guy into motion. They're going to really try and get him to draw. Did it again. I'm like, all right, now here comes the hike. Throws it to Hill. A nice little slant route. Henny hits him right on the money. First down, game over. That took guts. Yeah. I love that call. Yeah, that's that's just Andy Reid at his finest. Just You're going out there, and you're just like, we're going to execute this. They were on their own 40. Yeah, it was it was it was dumb. It was dumb. It was, it was dumb. That's what I said. Yeah. You get to Baker within yeah. forty yards. Browns have been on a hot streak lately. Baker's been introduced to the world as a playoff quarterback. He's made some magic happen a little bit here, and then Andy Reid just ripped it right out of his hands and put it in Chad Henney's. Yeah, hands. the Browns and the Browns were showing life. The Browns were showing life, and uh, yeah, they didn't want to give that ball back and. That, that that little run play he had and then that fourth Excellent that fourth play, third Chad third and one fourth and one and they throw the ball that's crazy that was crazy to watch crazy to see that's playoff football and uh now we're looking and everyone's talking hopefully Mahomes can play because if if you're relying on Henny to beat the bills you need a defense performance out of hell man because which the chiefs don't have no no Stefan Diggs going to eat him up. Uh, Allen might get a little run game going himself. Uh, it's I don't know, man. You got a high-powered offense. Andy Reid got a week to finesse some offense. Oh. Let's go out to Mahomes because yeah. you got to have Mahomes on the field. I think they even said it's like 65% chance if Mahomes plays, they win. If Mahomes doesn't play, it's like 30, 32%. Yep. So, I mean, obviously you don't have the MVP out there. You don't have Mahomes out there. You know, 
this that's 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 big, a tall order big that's a game changer and uh you don't want to see that for playoff football and like we were just talking about with drew Brees, was it injury related was it this that and the other i don't like making all those excuses towards it you know we all sit here of course we're gonna be biased to our teams and you oh, know, if there's, yeah if there's injuries or whatever but it is what it is i mean this is that time you week 18 week 19 Every team's dealing with them, whether they're on the line, whether they're going to be quarterback, cornerback, linebacker, cornerback. Well, and here's the deal, too. It It's never guaranteed. You have to go out and you have to win it regardless. Yep, and if you it. have an opportunity, you beat them, and you're like, look, you're tough there. break. You're in the game. You're I'm there. sorry it happened to you, but, you know, it is what it is. And here's the deal is because I've seen it go around social media a lot. Like, you know, the the Browns wouldn't want to win that way anyway, and, like, oh, you can't be proud of it if you would have won. You could definitely be proud of it. <laughs> Bro. You're he, talking to a Browns fan. They'd be in the a championship Cleveland game. Cleveland fan who's had everything in the football exactly. history They would not to them. care how they got they there. They don't care. Who went down in order for them to get there. They've already seen it, experienced it themselves. They would have been excited to be there. That would have been the story for the Bills and the Browns, like, that would have been incredible to have those two kind of going against each other. Crazy no matter AFC what, that's the – both fan bases are excited to be there. They're ecstatic. It's just going to be crazy. Unfortunately, the Browns realized they were the Browns. And, and did, Chad Henney's Chad Henney. He's going to do Henny things out there. Like That's Many what Michigan does. When, when Michigan comes in the game, Michigan dominates. It's an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> Great take, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> One more thing worth noting. The Chiefs are hosting yet another AFC championship. Third AFC championship that they've hosted straight. The only coach to ever do that, Andy Reid. And he's done it before. With the, with the Eagles. With the Philadelphia Eagles. Just a fantastic footnote on all this. And if he has Mahomes... Ready to <laughs> so, go. There's a great chance next year they'll be hosting again. Exactly. It's the new Patriots, basically. What, is the, what was the stat? It was like Patrick Mahomes is like 23 and 2 or something, 23 and 3 in his last 26, 27 starts. It's like, it's ridiculous. He don't lose games. Andy yeah. Reid and him don't lose games. It's, One of those games was a loss to the Raiders. Yeah, but that means absolutely <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I tell you what, though. Um, it means something to me. Yeah, it means a lot <laughs> to you. <laughs> I really love that Andy Reid has fallen into this situation because before Patrick Mahomes, he was talking retirement. He was talking retirement a lot. And so I think he was about ready to go off of one more year with Patrick Mahomes. Now all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes is throwing 50 touchdowns and then they go on, they win the Super Bowl. And then Andy Reid has all this life injected back, injected oh, back into him where he's like, wait a minute, I can really make my case for being an all time coach here if I ride this out. And so he's just been all in. You'd be a since. fool to retire at this point. You have potentially the next greatest quarterback, like the new GOAT. What's going to excite you more than that? You know, you, you've already signed some key players back over there, so winning why go Winning changes anywhere? everything. Everything. Winning, winning changes everything. If you're winning, it makes the sport – it takes it to that next level. Everyone can go out here and say, oh, I'm out here for a paycheck. Some of these – you know, we look at it as it's football, it's a sport – no, these are these livelihoods. They can't do anything else for some of these guys, even though they get paid millions of dollars. And, oh, they should have used their college for this, that, and the other. It doesn't matter. They This is their job. 
and some of them look at it as a job identity yeah this is all they know you know what i mean so at the end of the day we look at as hey this is this is a sport this that and the other no this is their job and some of these guys they either take it to that next level and they push it to be the best at their job or they go out here and they don't perform or they do perform they don't last long Mahomes is going to be out here, and he's already in here for 10 years. And him and Andy Reid, they're, they're going to probably go see the Super Bowl at least five more yeah. times. You know what I mean? Well, like, let's be real. Too, right. No, exactly. Like, it completely rejuvenated him back into the, the love that he has for the game. And what Andy Reid could have done and would have been respected all across sports history was on my last season, I went out with a Super Bowl. I got it. That's mine to own. I'm going to retire now. I'm going to go out on top. Go out on top. Exactly. Instead, as you said, Devin, is wait a minute. I can I can do this for a few more years, absolutely, because I got the next great quarterback who's changing the game every time he throws. Let's see how many we can stack up here. And now he's just bought all in, and I love to see it. I love to see that rejuvenation that he's had for coaching and the passion for football and it's not a job anymore now it's becoming a passion it's becoming fun it's it's becoming everything he remembers it was not that he was getting old and losing he was always a great quarterback yeah or i'm sorry he was always a great coach yeah he just didn't have the rings to go along with his career i remember in philadelphia shoot it was a lot of battles with philadelphia and the bucks going back and forth in the playoffs there was and uh yeah i'm you you can't knock him and when you have someone like Patrick Mahomes, it makes your job easy. You well, know, what and I mean? now he has one. Belichick has six, but I know he's kind of looking at what the future could hold. He's like, I might have something for you, Bill. If there's any team that's going to come close to it, it's looking like it's going to be the Chiefs. Right now, on paper, absolutely. Like they got obviously pieces you got to keep together and figure it all out. But I mean, there's a good chance they're already going to get two right now. So, it's, yeah, they're on the cusp. Yeah, th- th- like I said, this is going to be the new Patriots, if that's what you want to say. Like, this is going to be the new team that everyone's going to be out to beat because they're going to be there. They're coming out to every AFC. Year. They're coming out to AFC for a while now. Yeah, right. So the Bills, the, the Bills are still someone, and you know, you can they stay there? You know what I mean? We got to watch see if they can stay there. Um, what? What are the what are the Ravens gonna do? What are the Steelers gonna do? What are the Colts gonna do? What what's their quarterback? You know, you have some of these other AFC teams you gotta watch out for, and you always have a sleeper like the Browns. The yeah. Browns should be back. I don't see why not. Their line should be in order. They got a run game. They should be bringing back pretty much the same team. Right. They definitely took a step this year, and they so, should be able to continue to put those feet forward. Yeah. Now you got to kick, take that momentum forward to what's the next Cincy season. What's Cincy gonna do? You know. Right. We'll, so. we'll we'll see, man. We'll see. AFC is going to be very interesting. What are the Raiders going to do? You know what I mean? They can't be Go second place. What yeah. can the Raiders do? Yeah, they can't be backseat to the Chiefs for 10 years, can they? Will they? They can. <laughs> they will. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking with the AFC, if you want to look into this next one, this, this Bills-Ravens game. This game was everything we thought this game wasn't going to be. Boring. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> Bro. 17 to 3. Oh my god, this game I was trying to stay the up. The score doesn't even show like how close the game like it wasn't like that big of a blowout when you look Bro, at Bro, Tucker missed two field goals. The greatest kicker of all time, the most accurate kicker ever. And they weren't like 50 yarders. No. So Ravens would have been up 9-3 to start that game. Yeah. 
Like the, the, those little things like that make a big difference. And like I said, for Tucker to miss those with were like thirty yard field goals. Normally that's like a you don't even question that, bro. When they said there was eight mile per hour winds, and I'm just looking, and the the, the like, flags, the are flags are <laughs> just like swaying and going back and forth, and I'm like, dude, that's the fastest eight miles per hour I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, wait a minute, that's a different there's, eight miles per hour. There's no way. There's no way they were using the wrong measuring. It was like eighty. Those miles flags per hour. were like stiff. They, yeah, they were straight. There was no limpness to them. Like you can't tell me that's eight miles an hour. Yeah, that, that was crazy. And for Tucker to miss. Uh, like even that, his face yeah like when he missed it he was like i can't believe it. i just missed that yeah that's yeah that, that was crazy to watch um sitting next to a bears fan he got that the doink and i was like oh as <laughs> soon as i saw that i had so many flashbacks the thing i didn't have to see it again yeah. ravens fans <laughs> well, had to see it. it again yeah i mean it was it was almost like a version of the double doink well, yeah, the way he was, did it, it twice two doinks yeah. <laughs> so separate yeah oh man separate occasions um i tell you what this Again, seventeen to three, and one was a pick six, right? And so that's why one yard pick six. Yes. That was amazing. And again, like you said, Josh, like that was going out of the third quarter into the fourth quarter. That would have tied the game ten ten. Yeah. And so it was, it wasn't high scoring. That Those was the huge sloppy. swing right there. Like you Two go from field goals well, before that, and that was one stat for Lamar that goes for him is he don't turn the ball. He over. never like His first interception in the red zone. Yeah. He don't do that, so it was. So you go from basically that one though. You oh, were about yeah. to tie it up to being down two scores like that quick. This game though, and the one before that. This is why I'm not so high on the Bills yet. Again, it took a pick six in order to get them to 17. They don't have a run game. They, I, I don't see a lot that they have that they're going to be able to put on, say the Packers or this Sunday against. The Chiefs. They don't, I don't think I they the have Chiefs. the offense to keep up with the Chiefs. That's going to be part of the problem. I just feel like they're – like again, they took a giant leap this year. They need a running back. But the but they're they going to need, need another year to pull it all together. Yeah, they need – The Ravens' need defense back. is better than the Chiefs' defense. Definitely. By far. <sighs> so, I, I think that's going to help the Bills in that sense. But now you're having to try to keep up with the Chiefs' offense. And the Chiefs' offense is ten times better than the Ravens' offense. Everyone in the NFL is trying to keep up with that offense. <laughs> so, right they're in the same boat as everyone else. Unless um, you're scoring 35 points, you're not going to beat the Chiefs like with the way the ball or the Bills can't do the control the clock to keep it out of right. the Chiefs' hands, and that's what you have to do to beat them. You have to keep Mahomes out of the field. The Bills don't do that. That's not their game. So that sense is going to kind of hurt them. In this game, it kind of worked out for them because they didn't have to do too too much on offense again. That. 101 yard touchdown helps out. Well, it helps when you have a shutdown corner and he For shut sure. down Hollywood, and yep. then you can just focus on the run game. Yeah, and that's what they did. And uh, on the other side, Ravens they played lights out. They try to contain Diggs, they try to contain Beasley, but then John Brown kind of opened up, um, hurt fantasy implications, hurt the wallet. Um, first it was last week we went John Brown. This week we went Bisley, and then it went vice versa. We went add a little bit of Javante Davis in there. He didn't do nothing. Uh, but that's besides the point. At the end of the day, it was still kind of a boring game. But whether I think Kurt Warner went out there, oh, all these games need to be played in a dome. Yeah. That's the dumbest thing no, I ever heard. Absolutely not. Yeah. I, I, 
you you can't take away from Lambo Field. You, you can't, can't take, take away, away the from, elements. Exactly. You can't, Lambo? No. No. You can't do that. You can't take away we from want the Bills. The right. That's part of your home these field fans, advantage. Yeah. These fans. As a fan. Yeah. These fans live for this stuff. Um, preferably not me in negative degree weather, but those fans do. Those fans love it. Um, and as I say that, I'd be out there too. You know what I mean? Oh, if absolutely. I could, I would. Oh, if I'm 100%. a fan of those teams, I'm going to be out there no yeah. matter what. And again, what's the point in having a number one seed if you're a Green Bay Packers? Right. And you're going to play inside a dome. You're going to play in a dome. Like At part of it is you come to my house out in this weather that we play right. in. So we're and speaking of my house, most all of the these year. teams that did have fans, shout out to them. The Chiefs, the Bills, up. Green Bay. They had the fans out there, and I loved it. I love seeing the fans out there. And I know they were pumping in noise, but these were still heard. I call BS that they said there's like 8,000. It looked like there was more than 8,000 people in these freaking Absolutely. stands. Absolutely. Yeah. I know they I think said. There was, I think there was 8,000 fans plus the 8,000 <laughs> family and friends. <laughs> yeah. Like when I said 8,000, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like 8,000 on each level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, to put a bow on this one before we go to Packers and the Rams, speaking of the Bills taking a great step this year, the Ravens also took a great step. Lamar Jackson got the playoff win that he hasn't been able to get off of his back. So, if anything, even if you weren't happy with the three points that were scored or the pick six that he had, he still got the monkey off his back. Now it's time to reload and come back next year. For sure. What the running back needs to do more is in the passing game. 14, 24, 162 yards. I think he can it's utilize. Pretty good for a running back. I think I think he can utilize a a, a good number one, out, another wide out. Yeah, another wide out. He can utilize another wide out for sure. Um, he still has some uh, a little like floating ball that he needs to tighten up because, bro, when he gets behind it and throws a cannon, like it's he money. has an arm. Yeah, I think so, he's afraid of overthrowing it. It's just by a mile, though. Yeah, I, it's just there's something there, and he has to work on some. So some of the process of his throw, but uh, hey, the Ravens are going to be there for quite some time. They got a good young team. All right, moving on to the first game that kicked us off into these divisional playoff games: Packers and Rams. Guys, did it go about how you expected? The number one defense did not look like the number one defense. I'll tell you that right now. And I know people points. are saying Aaron Donald was hurt, but. You can't put it on on just that one guy. Like they have great corners, uh, not just Ramsey. Like their their secondary is one of the best secondaries. They have plenty of other guys around Aaron Donald. Number that, one scoring defense to go along with that. Yes. So like you said, they got weapons all across the board that can not only get the ball, but they can run it back to the end zone as well. But when you're you're going up against a different beast with Aaron Rodgers, just ridiculous as a quarterback. He's probably one of the best arm talents when it comes to a quarterback. Absolutely. And they were just slinging the ball over the place. And when they weren't slinging it, they were running it. Yeah. Right down their throat. Their running backs were – well, they had three running backs because I think uh, AJ didn't do a whole lot, but the other two guys were doing great for him. So um, they looked scary the way they were playing. Again, I know the Rams offense is nothing to kind of be scared of, but still they yeah. made it this far for a reason. But the, the Packers' offense just looks incredible. They're going to be hard to beat in Green Bay. The Rams, Goff looked better than I thought he would. Goff, sh- I was about to say, Goff looked way better than I thought he would. As sharp as ever. Yeah, efficient. Um, With pins in his thumb. Pins in his thumb. Free, it's freezing Accurate. cold out there. Uh, 
Yeah, it was he snowing through wrong. parts of the game. Yeah, he proved me wrong. He proved me wrong. Uh, proved a lot of people wrong. Uh, he went out there. He he tried. Not having Cup out there hurt. Um, that that young cat from Florida, Jefferson, he kind of balled out. So you might be someone to watch coming up. Yeah, golf played played a hell of a game for what it was. You know, it just wasn't enough, man. Wasn't enough. They ran the ball pretty good. Acres, he looks like he has a bright future as a running back in the league. That Packers offense, man. They look like world beaters. Rodgers here with almost 300 yards, just doing whatever he wants. Lazard, Adams. A- Adams, nine receptions. Yeah. And considering that he was being shadowed a lot of the game, he was still getting his catches. Great play call in the end zone. Matt LaFleur getting yes. Ramsey's own line to be able to get in his way enough to free up Devontae Adams and catch the touchdown in the end zone. Great play call. Adams was pissed. Obviously, there was some kind of call that was not made there. Like He looked like he was trying to say someone was supposed to get over there to help oh, Ramsey. him out. Yeah, Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah, Ramsey. Yeah, like, when he was coming over, the other, the other corner should have followed him over. Like he, he was pissed him. off. Yeah. He was kind of going crazy. But that was a very good play call by them. To, to free up Adams when you know they were f- constantly following him, shadowing him with Ramsey there. So just another one, Sean McVay with that wide receiver screen play call where he then pitched it off to the other receiver yeah. who came around and caught it, went into the end zone. Another beautiful play. So great play calls in this game. It was a it was a really fun game. Great to watch. young coaching. Like again, the Rams Williams teams that seem like if they can keep things together. There's questions about Goff or whether or not they want to have him over there already. Well, like, that was happening before last week. Well, like, with, now you got <laughs> this big contract that he's got, so it's going to be hard to get rid of that now. Same thing with Wentz. You know what I mean? You know, right. you got these big contracts you're paying these quarterbacks, these big contracts. And uh, I don't know. That's why you don't come off that big money for these long tenure contracts because these $100 million contracts with all this guaranteed money. And these. Just, these guys aren't what you thought they were a yeah, couple of years ago. Exactly, exactly. And uh, it's going to hurt you down the stretch. Yeah. Especially when you put all that money in that defense over there, too. Well, that, that was the, the big thing on the radio. They were talking about with Goff getting that contract, and Wentz got the contract, and then Watson got the contract. Like Only one of the three were really worth that contract, and there's a chance that all three of them may not be with their teams that gave them the contracts because Wentz obviously wants out. Watson definitely wants out. Goff might and, have to. And Goff, there's, there's talk that they may not even want him over there. So I'm like. Which he played as good a game as he possibly could if that's the case. If they're trying to move him and he threw, what, 20 to 24? Yeah. Like. I mean, he did it, He did what he could out there. But, again, his defense didn't do him any favors. And it's too much of a high-powered offense. It's kind of be expected. It was strength for strength, and you figured out which one was the bigger deal. Now, uh, I was watching the game with my family, and my dad has always been a Packers fan, and we're looking at each other throughout this game, again, just every now and then, just glancing over at each other like, who's going to stop this team? Like, if they're this effective on the ground, this effective in, in the air, and they got a good enough defense. What's this offense look like, though? Andy Reid's. Yeah. yeah. All, all the moving <laughs> yeah. pieces. I'm going to get my wide out open no, no matter what, a little – Tight end screen up the middle, a little shovel pass. Yeah, you don't got the hill speed, but it's the same thing. Yeah. You're doing yeah. it with the running back. You're doing it with uh, 
Valdez Scantling, St. Yeah, Brown. Yeah, you're taking guys that aren't Lazard. quite the names. Oh, Lazard. Lazard. He Robert. goes out and blocks. Yeah, he goes and blocks. And then what do you do? Do a little play action, and he catches a 50-yard bomb, changes the whole game. Which after a couple of drops, too. Right. And he hauled that right. one in, scored on it. Yeah. That was excellent. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I guess what even, was so even sh- the Rams, even the Rams, their, their little play action they do before pre-snap, all these moving pieces, that's where the offense is going. And uh, they're piggybacking it off. And uh, we're going to get either one of those offenses in there, and you're going to have that straight-up regular pass like the Bucks and the Bills, or you're going to have that crazy slant moving back and forth with the Chiefs A lot or of Green action. Bay. Yeah, so pre-snap. So it'll be fun to see. And uh, I think we all seen Green Bay coming out. I mean, we wanted to give Rams the defense benefit of the doubt, but – Green Bay has that offense. The better team definitely won. Definitely. We were trying to come up with ways to how the Rams could win because, again, that's the reason why we kept looking at each other was it was the number one defense in the league, the number one scoring defense in the league, and Green Bay had no issue with it whatsoever. Again, I expect Mahomes and the Chiefs to be able to put up 20, 30 points on the Browns. I did not expect Green Bay to be able to put up 30-plus on yeah. the best defense the NFL has to offer this year. Expect it to be a better, closer game, I guess you could say, than what it was. Exactly. Gentlemen, that'll do it for us for this week in review. Stay tuned, all y'all out there, because we have a special two-part episode coming this week. We're going to do the preview of the upcoming conference championship games, our takes on the Bucks versus the Packers, the Chiefs versus the Bills, we're also going to get into some UFC. Devin's got a whole segment planned out for you there, and we're going to actually finally get to dive in to the James Harden trade that eventually manifested itself out. I'm glad it didn't take longer than what <laughs> it did because it was already getting to be too much. So stay tuned to that. Please, if you're listening to us on Apple, rate us, review us. That really boosts our image. That allows us to get the algorithm out there to kind of get the – recommendations going so if you're listening to another podcast it might recommend a greater chance of us getting recommended on the listeners it greatly increases our visibility shout out to all of you on the facebook page if you haven't joined yet please do so join in the conversations there daily conversations with your fellow fans Devin, what do you got for hey man share if you care and it's uh i just want to say shout out to all you guys on the page man the the leads the gurus the the cameras the kyle's uh, the Tyler's, the Travis's. I seen Matt on there. I seen Ryan's on there. Man, shout out to all you, Dan, all you guys, man. We appreciate it. Uh, we love some kind of insight on the actual episode. We love the the memes, the the, the hilarious photos, y'all's inputs, our inputs. Just share if you care, man, and we appreciate it. It's coming to the end of NFL, and we're gonna be trying to whip these other sports in for y'all. So appreciate y'all just as much as y'all appreciate us. And if you are active on the Facebook page, when we do drop an episode, please share it to the rest of your family and friends. Please help us reach them as well. We really appreciate it. Share our time it through Facebook. Like, go ahead and share that link and just spread the work to your friends that may not be our friends. That way we can kind of get a little bit more people into this. You know, we're, we're trying to make something happen here. It's, it's all fun for us, but we also want to kind of turn this into something. So just share it. Get that word out. We got 300 people on the Facebook page. Let's get these listens in and more people in the group. This isn't just a hobby to us. This is something that we do weekly. We take a lot of passion in it, and thank you for following along. That's it for us on this episode. Go Miami Heat. Anyone but the Chiefs. Run it. Thank you for listening to Shirts and Skins Podcast.